0: You are locked on Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, folks. Welcome back to an episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast. I'm Nick Fairby, right for Pittsburgh Sports now. Call games with WPTS Radio, and I am a production assistant at ACC Network. But folks, yes, Pitt has landed USC transfer quarterback. Key Don Slovis, we'll break it all down here. We'll talk about the negatives, the positives, what this means for Pitt's 2022 outlook, and more. We'll talk about it all here, right on Locked on Pit. Folks, welcome back to the Locked on Pit podcast. How about it? Big episode today, folks. As always, thank you for making the Lockdown Pit Podcast your first listen. Every day today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite, number one, cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to NetSuite.com slash NCA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses, NetSuite. Folks, let's get into it. I mean, I don't want to even waste another second before talking about the huge news today in terms of... It's official. We talked about it earlier in the week, but Kedon Slovis is officially, officially, it's official, official. Pat Narduzzi's tweeted The Pitt football camp's tweeted it. Slovis has tweeted it, put it on Instagram. Everyone's reported it. Bruce Feldman, Pete Thamel, every big name you know in college football in their reporting, they have reported it. It's official. Kedon Slovis is a Pitt Panther. Pitt has landed. Kedon Slovis. I mean, unbelievable, man. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I, 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 it's pretty surprising because we were talking about Chuba Purdy. We've talked about Zach Calzada on here. We've talked about a few other guys as well that they could potentially get and, and see what happens there. But how about this? They get Keaton Slovis, who I think is arguably, if you took a quarterback draft and you wanted to get someone uh, from the portal right now in terms of quarterback play, this dude might be 1-1. You know, he might be the pick, and, and that's that's a lot to say. You know, Notre Dame reached out to him. Florida reached out to him. This dude got a ton of interest from a ton of blue blood programs, like top programs. This is a guy that really could have picked where he wanted to go, essentially, and he's coming to Pitt. Auburn reached out, too. This is Pitt, man. This is Pitt getting a real, real, real big quarterback. And it, it showcases, you know, the national standing, the view of of how Pitt is viewed right now. The opportunity is fertile. Uh, I think, you know, all the, the obvious connection is obvious. I mean, Kate McKay is here, and that's Keaton Slobis' girlfriend. If For those of you who don't know, she plays on the women's soccer team. Um, but uh, you just don't get a guy, a, a quarterback rather, that has NFL aspirations just because his girlfriend's there. You have to have something else. You have to do it, and to do it without your offense coordinator. Remember, Mark Whipple was not here anymore. Pat Narduzzi did this himself. Pat Narduzzi took on the recruitment, and and he brought, Keaton Slovis to Pitt. That's what's particularly impressive about it all. I think, you know, I I think that for, for Pitt, this this showcases what a great opportunity Pitt has proven to be to showcase. Like you're a Bolitnikoff Award winner. You have three really good running backs. You have Gavin Bartholomew. The whole line could potentially return. I don't know if they will. You hope they will, but they could. And this is a team that's coming off an ACC championship. You got to strike while the iron's hot. You have to strike while the iron's hot. That's what has been so big for Pitt. And why this means so much for Pitt, why it means so much, is because Slovis is a proven guy at at the college level. Now we'll talk about some concerns I do have, I, I don't, and I'm not going to put a wet rag on this or anything, but there, there are concerns with Keegan Slovis. I don't think there's anyone in the transfer portal that is without concern, just it is that they are in the portal for a reason, right? Everyone's in the portal for a reason, whether, you know, they want to go up a, a level, you know, if it's a FCS or a G5 standout that wants to go up a level, and maybe there's concern about their, their leap to the FBS. It's not obviously the case with Slovis, but there's going to be concern with everyone, that enters the portal in some manner. Um but listen, this is huge for Pitt because you have to strike while the iron's hot. One season uh, of 11 and 2 ball, you get to the Peach Bowl and you win the ACC, it doesn't get you where you want to be. Cuz where you want to be is in the national prominence. And again, for for Pitt, this is this is such a big thing because they want to establish themselves as some type of national brand. Now Blue blood status is going to be tough to achieve. I think that'll always be tough to achieve, even that Pitt. But they can achieve where they're a consistent eight, nine, ten-win season. That can, that could, they could potentially push into special territory every now and then. That's something that Pitt's going to need to do, and that's the next level, right? The next level is being a thought in the coastal every year, being a legitimate contender every year that the ACC looks at and says, Pitt's one of our premier schools in football. You know, maybe they aren't the premier school, They're Clemson, you know, maybe Miami rises back up, whatever, but if picking establish itself as a brand, as a real brand, that's what they need, but you need multiple years of success for that. So getting creed on slowest, it gets you a chance to do that. It gets you a chance to go back and win the Coastal, potentially win an ACC title, potentially go far. Like, that's the thing that does that. this does. You get a high-level quarterback that's proven to be a high-level college quarterback at his best, and he now comes to Pitt, and you have an opportunity to become something better as a program. That's why this is important. It do- It's not a guarantee that Slowitz is going to be a superstar. It's not a guarantee that Slowitz is going to be the next Kenny Pickett, and then he's going to be a first-round pick next year, but it is a great opportunity, and Pitt got someone from the portal that was highly sought after by a lot of big programs. They beat them out for him. And now, with a roster ready to win now again, that was really, honestly, when you look at the holes on the roster, really, what they are missing the most was a quarterback, a shorer quarterback. They have just shored up that position a lot. And that's the addition of Keaton Slovis and what he brings. And and that's the huge point of this. So, Like, that's the significance of this. And just look at what Pitt has next year. Again, we talked about it. They have the the, the Blitnikoff Award winner in Jordan Addison returning. They have Jared Wayne, a productive receiver. Jalen Barden, who really showcased a lot of good things. They're still after Kanata Mumfield. You think he's not at least interested in Pitt right now? You think he's not? Okay, with the, the, the guys that they have around him, I think Kanata Mumfield now has to be at least intrigued by Pitt. Even though he's getting a ton of offers from places like Ole Miss and LSU, it's possible that Kanata Mumfield could come to Pitt. The running backs, Abani Kanda, Davis, Hammond, like those are three really, really good backs then you have the tight end. You have a stud tight end. You have a stud safety valve underneath. You have Gavin Bartholomew. And then you have an offensive line that is potentially sticking together. They all have a COVID year. Now, I don't know if they're all going to return. I don't know. But it's potential. And it's potentially going to happen. And for me, I, I think I think they'll at least get four of the five back. You know, I think they'll get Marcus Minor back. I think they'll get Gabe Hoy back. I think Carter Warren's the shakiest of them all. But they'll get Owen Jaxwell back, I think. And they're definitely going to get Jake Cradle back. So, this is an offensive line that's poised to be pretty good again. After a really strong year. And then the defense should be better. Another year of development for what was a really young unit. This looks really good for Pitt. It looks really good for Pitt. They have a strong roster again. Now they have the quarterback that they want. In Keaton Slovis, and again the the importance, the the absolute importance to strike while the iron is hot in college football, which which is for a program like Pitt, it's narrow, and you want to take advantage of that very narrow timeline of which you can actually take advantage of. You can now, and that's the big thing. Pitt is striking while the iron's hot. And and that's why Slovis coming here is just so huge. I mean, it's it's a huge thing for Pitt. It's great news for Pitt. And again, you look at the roster, man, and and coastal, and an ACC champ. It's not it's not out of the question at all. In fact, they got to be right in the middle of the discussion of it to to repeat in both categories. And we'll talk about why. We'll talk about the strengths and weaknesses that Slovis will bring with him as a player. And we will talk about that. But first, folks, I need to let you know about prize picks. Bowl season is here, Pitt fans, and I know the Peachful. Is there, but in addition to college football action, prize picks makes college basketball more exciting. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. They offer more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world, and they offer all the star players of the power five, as well as the mid major players you may have never even heard of. Prize picks offers any prop you can think of in football from yardage to touchdowns, interceptions thrown, even in basketball. You can play points, rebounds, assists, and threes made, and more, folks. Listen, all you have to do to receive a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 is use our promo code LOCKED ON. And get a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 if you use our promo code LOCKED ON. Folks, you pick two to five players and an over under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus those projected numbers. You can also get those mixed sport entries as you see fit. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com, use the promo code LOCKED ON, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prizepix is Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Folks, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you are running your business? poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite for the new year. NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash locked. Head to NetSuite.com slash locked for the special one of the year one of a kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Net slash locked all right folks welcome back to the locked on Pit podcast folks make sure to check out the college football playoff preview coming out this friday folks local experts betting advice draft analysis i'll be over there giving analysis on the peach bowl so make sure to check it out but folks let's keep it up let's let's give you a little scouting report if you will on Keaton slows who was this guy and and what What can you expect from Keaton Slovis? I think that's the the thing, you know. I think everyone, you know, kind of feels, I kind of set the mood here, you know, like, hey, this is what Pitt can do with Slovis. Like, it's a big addition for a reason. Why is it a big addition? Like, what, what does this guy actually bring tangibly to the field that should make Pitt fans feel comfortable or at least excited that they could, hey, win the ACC, win the Coastal, go to high places, get another top 25 finish? Like, what, what What? should make you feel comfortable about that? So Keaton Slobis is a guy that I think you look at the 2019 freshman season and you obviously use that as your hope for what he plays. Like, that's the best he's played in college football. It's not even close. It was his best offensive line. It was his best group of receivers. It was his best everything, essentially. It was his, the best talent they had around him. And you could see it. Dynamite ability to push the ball down the field precision accuracy, he has very clean mechanics and footwork, uh, very, very good, um, not bad mobility by any means, the guy can move a little bit, um, he certainly can can throw uh, uh, at least outside the pocket, it's not Kenny Pickett level or anything, so you're not going to see him make crazy plays like Pickett did, but what he will do is he will... At least give you chances outside of structure to make plays happen. And when you have guys like Addison, Wayne, Barton, Bartholomew, and all these talented guys, another year, Jaden Bradley, all of these talented guys, Pitt should have opportunities to make things happen out of structure still. Now, here's the thing. And, and here's why I, I preface this with 2019. This is when Slovis was QB1. He was a first-round pick, a potential first overall pick. It was Slovis. It was Howell. It was Jayden Daniels. It was all of these guys that were in this mix, and, and people were kind of talking about them. 2020 was a bit rough for him. Now, he had a few really nice games in that year, but it wasn't all rainbows and, and blue skies and all this great stuff. And neither was 2021. In fact, 2021 was, if anything from 2020, another step down. And and so I want to preface this with the good and the bad, because we have to be realistic here. What, what, what does Keaton Slovis bring to the table? Good. Accuracy. It doesn't matter what year he's played in, he's been an accurate quarterback. So Keaton Slovis... Has always been that type of player. A a very accurate pinpoint quarterback. Even when you look at that overall, it's never been something that goes away from his game. Two, very smooth mechanics. Quick release, good footwork, very little wasted movement. This is a guy that can throw from different platforms too. So he's a guy that's very mechanically sound. Just from everything. Snapping through his hips. Great core engagement when he throws, so he snaps for maximum power. Everything here fits well. He can throw with different touches. He can throw laser beams. He can do all these different things. He's got the whole feel for that. Um, three. And again, there is that mobility that, that he can use. It's, again, it's not overbearing, it's not picket level, but he's not a statue. And in the pocket, he has solid pocket management. So he will step up into the pocket. He'll feel rushers and create lanes for himself to where he can stand in there and fire it. Uh, he, keeps the ball, he keeps his eyes downfield as he's scrambling out of the pocket so he'll find open guys. I also like this about him number four is that he trusts his receivers. So once he builds a rapport with his receivers he'll trust them he'll give them jump balls down the field even if they're covered. he'll give them opportunities to go up and make plays because he knows his receivers are good and he'll he has no no frets about getting rid of it um, when they are in a combat catch scenario. so that won't be an issue for him either. Um, I also take number five is something that I like, is that he throws with good anticipation. So so this is a guy that overall throws with great anticipation, can throw guys open, in and out of breaks. And then six, I think he has pretty solid eyes for the most part. Um, especially pre-snap, he can read really well. Uh, and he usually finds the right spot in the right read. Now his issues. One, injuries. Boy, this is his biggest issue by far. This year... He had... I think he had a hamstring injury. Um, He has had multiple injuries to his right arm before. The shoulder and the right elbow. And and I think that's been a big issue. He also had a neck strain in 2021. But this guy's been hurt every year of his career. And the arm issues are real, too. I don't think he has the same arm he had in 2019. Now, it improved a little bit from 2020 to 2021. I thought it improved a little bit. Um, But... The arm, man, it just it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look like it has the same zip on it. But here's the thing. Pitt has a lot of receivers that get open. When you, I, I anticipate that Pitt's going to run a similar scheme to what they did with Whipple, and I'll talk about that in the third segment, you know, what, what does this mean for Pitt's offense and what they might run. But let, let, let me put this into perspective he's not going to throw it into super, super tight windows and, and throw it like through a car wash, if you will. Um, because that's just not the, that's just not what his arm's built for, at least from what it looks like. I don't know if he's going to ever regain the full arm back. Now, if he does and he looks like 2019 Slovis, watch out. I mean, really watch out. But again, I don't want to say his arm's dead. But I don't think his arm is what it once was. Three, I, I do think that the mobility is limited to a degree, though. Uh, so he's not going to fake slide someone and run 58 yards, for example. You know, he's not mobile like Pickett. He's not mobile in that area. So while he's mobile enough, the mobility is not elusive mobility. That's what I want to kind of call it. It's not elusive mobility. And four, I do think sometimes he can have trouble with post-snap reads where he gets a little bit uh, confused and, and kind of caught up. So so there's those are his four cons. And again, those are big cons and not everything's perfect and no one's perfect coming from the portal. There's a reason they're in the portal. But I wanted to outline... The, the pros and the cons to Slovis, because I think giving that kind of scouting report to Slovis and the prefacing of it all, you have to talk about what it is that he does well, what it is that he does bad, and, and then you can kind of realistically talk about it. So Slovis, so what are the expectations should have with Slovis, and what does it mean for their offense? We'll talk about that for sure, but folks... Let me let you know about BetOnline.ag first. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with the more props, odds, and lines that ever before as football continues to march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoff. They remain you your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Again, that's our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, and boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino game, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports so don't wait to take advantage of all those offers bet online where the game starts folks do you want a bar a protein bar specifically that is good tasting and healthy i got you built bar it has it all so this holiday season grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar it's filled with good holiday goodness, it's rich with decadent flavor, and it's covered in chocolate. But amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, with Built Bar. And there's so many flavors. Raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, and more. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle out all those holiday shoppers. You're friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw some of those Built Bars in those stockings with so many flavors they'd make anyone's christmas a happy one so folks go to build.com use the promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off of your order again that's just using our promo code locked 15 you can go to build.com for 15 percent off Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. Keaton Slovis Day. Let's continue talking about Keaton Slovis and kind of his impact, the outlook, the realistic outlook for Pitt next year, and kind of what you should talk about this. Now, again, I I talked about early. This is a jolt Pitt's program to get them that second year to hopefully get them into more national prominence, and and that's what you want to do. You're going to see the recruiting jump from the ACC title probably next year, but. It only lasts a year or two. So you want sustained relevance and, and you want to build a program and take them where they haven't been much? You can do things like Narduzzi's done already. But to take them to national relevance, it's harder. And there aren't a ton of nationally relevant programs that are actually stable. You know, there are, there are teams that have been nationally relevant for a year. Remember Kansas State back in the day... Boise State back in the day, TCU back in the day. There have been flash-in-the-pan seasons. Minnesota recently, there have been very flash-in-the-pan seasons that teams have not capitalized on and maintained national relevance in. Pitt is trying to do the opposite of that. Now, there have been teams that have done it and are obviously great. Clemson is a plain example of that. They were not this good prior to Dabo Swinney and what he built there. Now they are. They are thought of that. You know, there are historical blue bloods that you just see every year there. And, and the Michigans, the Georgias, you know, that's not a, that's not a, you don't have to build that program. You know, even Alabama, like Nick Saban built what Alabama, Alabama used to be great, and then they had a real lull period where they were terrible. And then Nick Saban comes along and they're great again. So he had to build that up. And Pitt, you know, it, it's, it's different. You're talking about a nationally relevant program. But you're not. You're probably never going to be on that level, right? You're probably never going to be a consistent playoff team level at Pitt. It's just so hard to do. It's just so hard to do that it shouldn't be a reasonable thought. Until you actually see it happen, it shouldn't be a reasonable thought. And Pitt has a tough schedule next year. So, So, I mean, they play West Virginia. They play Tennessee. They got to play Western Michigan again. You know, I mean, there are... There are games here that they could lose. What's the ACC look like? Well, obviously, Brendan Armstrong's going to be back. Miami is a thorn in their side every year. UNC, we'll see how they, how they look. They're going to lose Sam Howe. Virginia Tech, new staff, new quarterback. We'll see how they look as well. They're going to welcome Louisville. Miley Cunningham is a talented quarterback. Georgia Tech is Georgia Tech. Um, essentially at this point, that's really all you have to say about that. Duke is Duke. They have a new coach. We'll see what they kind of go with as well. But Pitt's schedule is not easy. So, you want a Coastal title. I think it's probable. I mean, like, it's likely. Like, that is a realistic expectation. A very realistic expectation at that. Winning the Coastal is not a crazy thought. Like, Pitt right now, and if you go up and down the rosters in the coastal, the best rosters in that division are Miami and Pitt, and those should be your top two. I think pretty clearly. Pitt has a great overall roster. Miami also has a great overall ro- has a as a growing overall roster, a young, talented roster with Tyler Van Dyke at the helm. That could be a huge matchup down in Miami. That could be huge. That could be for the coastal man. That could be really for the coastal, so we'll see kind of how that all shakes out and everything. But that that that's going to be your two big contenders. But it's realistic to win the coastal. Realistic to win the ACC. I also believe that's realistic. Again, we'll see where Clemson is. We'll see where other programs are. You know, NC State looks real good. Wake is still going to get Sam Hartman, At Perry, and those guys back to Corey Roberson. They'll be back, so that should be good. The Atlantic should be solid. Is there going to be a juggernaut? I don't know. But Pitt should have another opportunity to potentially win the ACC too. Coastal and ACC champs, repeat, that's a realistic goal. I think it's a good goal to set out on. I I think, you know, a a 9-3, 10-2 season is a realistic expectation. Again, 11-1, 12-0, I mean, you can put those on. It's not crazy to think that could happen. But just like coming into this year, I didn't think 10-2 was crazy to think it was going to happen. But I wasn't going to expect that. It was great that they ended up being 10-2 and two and 11-2 and two eventually. But I wasn't going to the season expecting that. So you look at Pitt overall. And I don't think you should expect them to be 12-1. and 11-1. Expecting to be 9-3. Somewhere around there right now. I think it's realistic. They have a tough schedule. they really, really, really hard out of conference schedule with Tennessee and West Virginia. I know they're both at home. But those are two... Uh, tough games because West Virginia is the backyard brawl. and Tennessee is Hendon Hooker and company. They're a fast, up-tempo offense. That's going to be a tough game um, for Pitt and Keaton Slopes. We'll find out how real they are in those first two weeks. If they come out of that 2-0, and watch out. Pitt could be looking real strong. But just keep expectations a little tempered. Because, again, we don't know which Keaton Slowis is going to come out, how healthy is his arm, how healthy is he going to be, what's the fit going to be like. The offense is probably going to be a pro-style offense. I would expect it to be. I think Slovis is a nice fit in a pro-style offense. I think Pitt's overall weapons right now are a great fit in a pro-style offense. So you look at that, you know, keep some balance, I think. I think they're going to try and put a little bit more emphasis on running the football. Uh, I, I've long held that belief. You know, that's not something USC did, obviously. USC... Played in the air raid. Now, Graham Harrell has a different type of air raid from someone like Mike Leach, where there is an emphasis on running the football, but not quite like Pitt does it. Um, So I think there's going to be more balance. There's going to be a little bit of an emphasis on balance here. But I think pro-style, going to a pro-style system makes a lot of sense for Keaton Slovis uh, here. He, he fits that type of quarterback where you can use shotgun, spread them around. If they want to play man-to-man, go for it because we got the receivers to beat you and we trust Slovis or, you know, we, we we trust our guys up front to beat you in the run game and we trust our running backs to win there. So that's what I think. But again, realistic expectations, put it there, but this is big for Pitt and, and if they can cash in again and get a second year of national relevance and a second year there, uh, up there in the top 25 and, and really be a talk of discussion, man. Be big things for Pitt, and and you hope that's kind of what works out because if you can, that's how you build a program you have to keep sustained success. and, And as you want to keep going up, I think that's the next thing for Pat Narduzzi to do is sustain success, keep Pitt here at this level. And if he can do it again, watch out, Pat Narduzzi's got something cooking here in Oakland. All right, folks, as always, thanks for listening to the Lockdown Pit podcast, but make sure your second listen is the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, freely available on all platforms. Folks, tomorrow we will continue to talk a little bit about slowest on some different angles and kind of... Who would fit well? You know, some offense coordinators that could fit with him, for example, in that pro style kind of system. And we'll also talk about Pittman's basketball. They did beat Jacksonville today, but with the slowest news dropping, I didn't want to take anything away from it. So we'll talk about Pittman's basketball as well there on Thursday. As always, thanks for listening, and folks, hail top Pitt.